Hello, good morning, everyone. Uh, Nintendo, right there. Hey, good morning to all of you guys. Welcome to Terrific Tuesday. Hope you had a good long weekend. It's uh, it's pretty, uh, it's a pretty good month for a little bit of extra, extra, uh, extra holidays, extra public holidays uh, this month. So I uh, hope you're all making the most of it. Good morning, Hardik, uh, Laura, Luke. Foggy Geelong. Well, hey, we're back. It feels I feel like I've got to put a jumper on sometime soon in Queensland, but uh, <laughs> probably not like down there in Geelong or Melbourne. Luke, Andrew, Allison, Hardik, Lexus. Morning to you guys. Welcome to the Wealth Coffee Chat. Um, Tuesday, the twenty sixth of April. Hope you're all awesome and well. Uh, <laughs> had a couple too many, couple too many drinks, Allison. Well, you know, there you go. Um, what happens when you start having a, a couple of extra long weekends. Everyone gets a bit leery, I suppose. But uh, <laughs> like I said a moment ago, Jason Witt's my name. If you're new, uh, most of you guys know that, obviously. But uh, if you're new uh, and uh, you're wandering by, you found us, Wealth Coffee Chats, uh, happens because uh, we're all crazy and mad about real estate investing. And uh, if that's uh, if that's you, if you're into that, well, you're probably in the right place. Uh, I've been investing over 20 years and uh, helping property investors invest across Australia and New Zealand. Over 18, probably 19 now, we're kicking on. And um, along the way, learn a few things, share those with you guys each morning over a cup of coffee, usually kicked off at about 8, 10 each day. Uh, usually have a bit of a look at uh, what's, in, uh, what's in the news a few things going on, teach a bit of stuff, you know, bibs and bobs. So if you're new, give us a shout-out. Even if you've been here a while, give us a shout-out. Anyway, say hello in the chat. Excuse me. Stephen, oh, no, got the spicy cough. It's getting around, folks, getting around. Well, there you go. I feel like the uh, the start to this year has kind of been the great false start, I've called it. Um, with my team, my crew, we've had always had a few people off, but... Uh, uh, we seem to be getting uh, the hang of things at this moment in time, which is good news. Morning, Ingrid. Morning, to you. Hey, I thought we'd talk about some rent stuff this morning because unless you've been living under a rock, you would have heard me talk about uh, the massive uh, rent boom that uh, is underway, on its way. We've got a supply and demand disaster going on, but um, for all of us as property investors, as we build our property portfolio, Oh, something uh, clicked there for a second. Um, as we build our property portfolio, uh, we all think about two parts to our real estate wealth. Tell me in the chat, what are the two parts to our real estate wealth that we uh, that we often talk about? And there's actually three parts, uh, and one is a kind of a, like a, a disputed part. There's three parts to real estate wealth. Um, that we directly benefit from, sort of in our pockets per se. Uh, what are those? Um, tell me. There's three dimensions to it: cash flow, capital growth. Boom, Allison. Um, and um, uh, often, uh, yeah, rents, rental growth. Um, often, capital growth gets more conversations at a party, doesn't it? You know, and the tax variation. Boom. You, you guys have got the three. You've got capital growth. Gets a lot of talk. It's the favourite child, right? Everyone talks about it. Oh, capital growth, capital growth. 
Um, and then there's the rents and uh, uh, Hardik's on it, Allison's on it, tax minimization. It's a, it's a vehicle. It's a part of our wealth because when you own real estate, you get to keep more money than you otherwise would if you didn't own it. So in my books, in my books, you know, some people argue about that with me and I'm, I think it's a dumb argument, to be honest. Listen, at the end of the day, if you've got $10, I've got $10 and by the time we put it through a process, uh, I end up with seven and you end up with five, I'm wealthier than you. Now, that process um, just was very beneficial when it came to tax minimization and I used the benefit, the bonuses, the system that we work in. You can't change it directly, um, but you can roll with it. Anyway, there you go. So you guys got it. So the cash flow, the growth, the tax minimization. And so right now, on the back of quite a significant um, quite a significant capital growth section in the marketplace, which is awesome. Everyone's, um, you know, happy about that. We're getting some rent stuff. We're getting some rent growth. And this is the one I'm actually happy about, like, you know, I think capital growth is uh, a vanity metric and uh, rental growth is the one you really want. Uh, however, capital growth is good for recycling your equity. The money you put in, you get back out and you can go again. You can get another property. But rents, mostly our rents are what we what we tend to use for our passive income in the future. So let's talk about that. Let's have a little look at what's going on right now and um, have a look at... Um, at some stats that I gathered um, uh, thanks to RP Data. I think actually it's realestate.com this time um, about what's going on out there in the rental marketplace because um, yep, that's exactly right, Stephen. You know, um, there is a system. I mean, it's a bit inefficient. It's a bit sort of technical, but there is a, a pretty good system in Australia where if you understand some of the rules, you can manage to, you know, um, work that to your advantage for sure, for sure. But what's going on out there in the marketplace um, according to the uh, the world of RP data? I've got the right one here. Hang on. Let's see. Mm, I do. Hang on. Give me a second. I just got to add something here. No. All right. Uh, while I'm doing some technical stuff, I think there's something something a little going on. Uh, well, let me try this. Bit stuck, yeah. <laughs> Should have tested that part this morning, team. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see if I can get it going this way. Um, yeah, stop that. Uh, let's see here. We'll go back to the main. There we go. Do it another way. All right, there we go. But hey, listen. Now, thankfully, I can uh, I can roll with the punches every now and then when it comes to the technical the technical bits. But listen, we have um, some stats here that we're going to go through together and have a bit of a talk about what that looks like because it's very interesting um, in the marketplace right now. If you uh, if you're not out there, if you're not renting, if you're not looking for something to rent, then you know. Um, it's not that bad, right? So you probably wouldn't know unless you've got um, some investment properties. Yeah, having a bit of a look at this stuff here, you know, since you know twenty and twenty one, 
the number of rental listings available um, is pretty significantly low. And if you have a look at how low, you know, if we went back, you know, and had a look at some stats, you know, that's pretty low no matter which way you slice and dice this thing. Now, add this team to the challenge, um, Deb, uh, yeah, the Melbourne rents are starting to move as well. And unfortunately, team, Melbourne was one of the most um, beat up cities in Australia and in the world that had the most lockdowns uh, and had the most um, impact when it came to uh, its rental listings and its rental growth, okay? Uh, it didn't uh, affect the capital growth, um, but, um, you know, for all of us um, who own properties in Melbourne, you know, our rents were either went backwards a little bit or stayed stagnant for a reasonably long time. But, we, you know, uh, in isolation, that could be a challenge. But in reality, when we look at all of the data behind what's going on there, uh, like in many of the capital cities, we've got a real opportunity to, to benefit from that into the future. Now, you know, we've talked about this. I'm just focusing on the rent focus today. But um, next week, I'm going to be doing Fear and Facts fear and facts at mentoring at our members-only mentoring night. Uh, and if you're not a member, if you're not in our mentoring program, you should just, by the way, listening in, get yourself a coach. I'm going to talk about the fear and facts. There's about 10 different pieces to this puzzle behind the scenes that are, you know, uh, underwriting some real rent boom um, and, and I reckon some capital growth uh, sustaining into the future as well. But we'll, uh, I'm not going to talk about that today. I'm talk about the rents. So, you know, the number of rents, total um, uh, listings for rents are down, down significantly, team, you know, uh, into the regional areas. You know, tell me why, just in the chat now, tell me why the regionals uh, get affected so easily and compared to the, the cities, uh, the metro regions. Tell, tell me why the regions, the regionals get affected so much harder than, um, than the cities. And for me, what the challenge or the issue is going to be there, all right? But, um, you know, for many of us, we've got investments in the cities. Oh, let's undo that. We've got investments in the cities. And, uh, you know, even if we have got investments in the rent, uh, the regionals, the rent, these listings, I think, are going to continue to go down. They're going to continue to go down because our supply chain is broken. And uh, you guys have heard me talk about that one continuously. Now, this sort of, that kind of is going along sideways, right, um, with the regionals. Let's have a look at this. But here we go, Deb, this one's for you. You know, rents, the asking rents, and this is the this is the median advertised rents up in Canberra. I'm gonna put my glasses on for that. I could probably look on the screen which one's which one's which. Um so mostly the direction is up, you know, pretty well. Um uh, all of these are up in one way, shape, or form. The median asking rent team, Melbourne Blue. And Melbourne, there you go. It's kicking up again now, Deb, but it came down. You know, you can see Melbourne was the one ha that went down and is now starting to come back up on the medium. Yep, and that's right, Alison. Like, there's less infrastructure, there's less construction in the regionals, um, you know, less people in certain careers. So it's easy to, you know, if there's a town of 5,000, you know, if 100 people move there, 100 people move there, 
that's actually a population boom, you know, when it comes to the rentals because there's not, a you know, 100 rentals on the market, okay, uh, when you think about that sort of stuff. And it happens in the cities with um, certain suburbs as well. So, you know, uh, if you think about this. So, yeah, the, the median asking rent team uh, has been going up since late 2021 and, you know, now into 22, uh, we're good to roll. Now, tell me, tell me, uh, and this is where everyone's got to understand. So what is usually, what's usually the length? What's usually the length, folks? The length of a uh, a rental tenancy. How long is usually a rental tenancy? Because if you think about this, you know, um, if all of those, let's say a bunch of those rental tenancies, you know, got locked in, you know, between sort of March 21, June and September, you know, what would we see? What would we start to see, team? Tell me in the chat. How long is usually a rental tenancy for? And if they were locked in um, uh, a little while ago, then um, when are we going to maybe see and expect them to change? And when can we whack the rents up? All right. So, Stephen, a year, 12 months, team. All right. So right now, if you think a year ago, what was happening? What was happening a year ago, 12 months ago? We were still in lockdowns. There was still uncertainty, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> Excuse the French. Right, so now now we're coming out the other side. Um, the, uh, we're going to see this year the, all of those tenancies unlock and you'll see, you know, further increases in rents, team. Okay, now some of those tenancies, some of these, some of the tenancies are relock early this year because the agents and the owners won't be um, on the ball. They won't be um, as sophisticated as you guys, and they'll miss the first go at the rental increase, and then they'll have a go at the second go. Okay, um, yep. Harley's got a review in July. I've got an amazing three better um, on the water here coming up in May. So I'm, I'm whacking the rents up in May, all right? So anyway, there you go. So rents look like they're heading in the right direction. Uh, check out this, all right? Look at the um, change in demand, um, change in demand in these cities. So Deb, this, again, Deb's, Deb, this is good for you. Um, we go, right, like the change in demand, like, this month compared to February last year, 60% increase uh, per listing, so demand increase. And you have a look, you know, the big kahunas right now, folks, Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, they're the, they're, the, they're the big ones, right? They're the big cities that are looking to get some, um, some action. So we've got Hobart and uh, Adelaide and, you know, a bit, it's a bit down in the regionals, okay? So... Compared to last March, you know, what does it look like? Where are we going? Uh, you know, demand's up. Uh, and uh, if you have a look at this one, I thought this was quite interesting. Oh, can't fit it all in one go. Um, the largest falls in rental listings um, year on year. Where is it? We've got the most demand and the largest fall in Melbourne. And that's why myself and Sam and the team have been talking about Melbourne as a really like it, it had been held back artificially, right? Artificially because of the extra lockdowns. It wasn't fair 
Melbourne's a fabulous place. Like, you know, um, and when it gets when it kicks back into gear, people love living in Melbourne. They love living the inner um, the inner lifestyle in Melbourne. Okay, so it's got a lot going for it as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, the largest fall in listings and the largest demand, Melbourne, Melbourne, Melbourne. Right, um, away we go, and uh, you know, some interesting things there, and then the largest increase year on year of demand. Albert again. So anyway, there you go. And uh, how long are those things staying on um, on the market? You know, you have a look at how long a, a property is staying to be listed to rent and uh, pretty good. But there you go, folks. A little bit of a review this morning uh, with a bit of a technical glitch on the way through <laughs> uh, about What's going on in the world of rents? And team, you know, it's uh, it's looking um, pretty good if you're a landlord. Not so great if you're a tenant, but at the end of the day, hey, folks, your costs are going up. You're not a charity. Uh, you've got to increase your income to cover your costs. It's not your job to make a loss um, uh, out of your pocket. That is... Absolutely not the point of owning real estate. Uh, you know, I've got a few sayings around here. You guys know a couple of these ones. Buy well, never sell. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. It's going to take time. Um, um, going to take time as well. So, you know, you don't want to be uh, dying a slow, agonizing cash flow death of a thousand paper cuts, folks. Put your rents up. Make sure you got your buffers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there you go. There you go. Melbourne's got the com games. Oh, we're going to crush. Gee, check this out, right? Brisbane's got the Olympics. Melbourne's got the Commonwealth Games. Team, folks, I believe we've still got a really good decade ahead of us. Um, a really good decade ahead of us. That is for sure. That's for sure. Anyway, team, there you go. Uh, wealth Coffee Chat. Done and dusted, over and out. Um, Hardik, reach out to the team and they'll connect you. If, if um, um, Reach out to your coach and they'll connect us up. Hardik, for sure. Uh, or the admin team, mate. Um. <laughs> uh, Meg, Darwin. Actually, Darwin's making a comeback right now, Meg. Uh, it's uh, had a little bit of capital growth and it had some. It's getting some nice rental yields. If you live up there in Darwin, Meg, um, it's not a bad place to live if you've got your right career there. Uh, inexpensive in comparison to you know other places, but um, certainly you need to move some of your money uh, from from the old Darwin into the other states if you haven't already. Um, but uh, yeah, you guys had a great run, Meg, for a while um, out of Darwin. Uh, like everywhere, everybody, everyone gets its turn, but uh, looks like you guys are getting a little bit of a uh, little bit of upswing uh, again as well. So, especially with the rents, you're, I think Darwin's the highest rental yield in Australia at the moment. Um, so there you go. All right, folks. Uh, hopefully you're awesome and well, and um, have a great day. Join me tomorrow for another wealth coffee chat if you're up for it. Ah, uh, yeah, Hardik, no problem, mate. Let's uh, let's reach out. Uh, reach out to the coach and we'll connect, mate, for sure. All right, team, that's it. I'm just rabbiting on now. You guys be awesome. 
Go forth and prosper. Take care. Be good. Bye for now.